New in Iowa news is that Congress passed a bill making it capable for parents to be able to teach their kids driver's ed from home, making people like Kevin Stewart, a driver's ed teacher for almost 30 years, obsolete. I got a chance to talk to Kevin Stewart about how he felt about this bill being passed. My understanding, and again, I haven't read the bill, so I, I can't really comment until I read the bill. Mm. But my understanding is that parents, it all started with homeschooled parents. And so homeschooled parents were um, wanting to be able to teach their kids at home. And with COVID that came along, the state extended even to private schools that they could do an online version and that would be acceptable. I think that's where they made their mistake. They should never have allowed the online version to take place without the instructor. So I know in Golden Rule, we did an online version, but we, our curriculum stayed the same. And we taught, so you had an instructor teaching rather than an online class. So there's no, you know, when you go online, there's no interaction to be able to answer questions and stuff. So that's a difficulty. So would that be like the, like one of the main issues that you would have, like the, like the interactiveness, like you wouldn't even be able to like actually know if they're like doing it themselves or like getting the answers like somewhere else. Well, for that. classroom, for sure. Mm -hmm. The idea also is that it's required or has been required that you have so many hours of railroad, so many hours of, of uh, drug and alcohol, that sort of stuff, mm -hmm. right? There's those little tiny things that are built into that. So I know as an instructor, I have to go over that stuff. The other part is, is that, okay, I'm, um, this is the thing, I guess, about homeschooling that sometimes sets ill with people, and that is, you know, I have educational training, mm. and parents don't have that. Mm. Um, you can say all you want about it, but I'm just saying that they don't have the same. It'd be like going to a lawyer, and you can, you can represent yourself mm. in a court of law, but it's probably not advisable. Mm. Not the best because, move for you to make it. That no, way. because yeah. you don't know the law, <laughs> right? So it's the same thing here. If we're going to do a correlation, it's the mm. same sort of thing. You have people who are experts in their area. Number one, teaching. Mm. The other part, obviously, is you know, especially uh, behind the wheel stuff. So with behind the wheel, now I've got. Well, I've been doing it since. Uh, 92 as an instructor this year what when you think? I start teaching now you tell me what kind of parent has that much experience number one behind the wheel with other students and having had the training that I did with uh, for example a uh, a person who uh, was my mentor, who had 30 years, mm. probably, by the time I came along, himself. Um, so that's a lot of background yeah. in being able to be Johnny on the spot, so to speak, when things, are, when things come up, to where you have a parent who maybe has had their license since they were 16, and they're in their, let's say they're in their 40s with kids that are teenagers, and that's the amount that they have, but it's only their one experience behind the wheel. And I, I can tell you right now, 
watching parents in front of the school, having had as many students as I've had in the car alone, and the bad habits that I see and what I hear, oh, that's what mom and dad do, and the little things about driving that are, are out there that parents are clueless about, like, do they know how to make a left turn or a right turn? Mm. Do they know how to do hand over hand? Do they know uh, when something is going wrong, what the problem is? In other words, if you got lurching with the car, which is pretty common in young drivers, okay, why is that happening? Um, and of course, the average person has no clue as to what's happening. Myself and other people who have the training, we know exactly what's happening and then we can help the student overcome that. So yes, it's important that parents drive with their students, which has always been the case. That's why the state said that outside of a driver instructor, before they get their license, they have to do 20 hours in the classroom, two of which have to be at nighttime. And then once they get their intermediate license, they still have to do 10 hours with their parents, two of which have to be at nighttime. Those are the only times that they're talking about. Meanwhile, yeah, I only have six hours in the car with the student, but they're supposed to be putting their time in. So I think they're circumnavigating, my, from what I've read of what was proposed, circumnavigating the number one thing that always comes up when we talk about driver education, or driving in general, and that is this. Driving is not your right. Driving is a privilege. And so there's a process, and there are experts to help them, for people to be good drivers. Obviously, it's not perfect method, but I know other states, you can't drive till you're 18, for example, and or they require much more hours behind the wheel with an instructor. And to allow parents, my own bias is that to allow just to the parents just to go with it and we're going to get rid of the rest I think is a great crime and, and, I, and I pray to God that we don't have more collisions caused by inexperienced young drivers because their parents really think they know how to do it and they really don't because you know, how many times once again come full circle that I've talked to parents and they say well I didn't know you had to do that or uh, I didn't know that was the case or well, that's how I've always done it. Um, and it's not the safest method, like uh, making a corner and letting the wheel slide. Um, that's not total control of the vehicle. But I'll tell you, probably 99.9% .9 of people out there are lazy, and it's exactly what they do. And there are, there are consequences of those things. Whether it's now or in five years, if you do those things, it's a bad thing. Mm -hmm. To have an instructor tell you you're not supposed to be doing that and to instill in people hand over hand, proper braking, what to do in this case of an emergency. What are the emergency procedures? What do you do if your car stalls? What do you do if the brakes go out? Mm -hmm. How many parents actually know how to do that with their automobile? And I would say most of them probably don't remember or have forgotten. Um, obviously, or don't know at all. So I don't know. So, again, I wish I could read the bill because I haven't seen it in its entirety, so I could be saying some things that are not on target based upon what the bill's about. But my understanding is that they are trying to help people who were teaching their kids at home, which, by the way, I think was only, they reported, I think, one time, like 500. Mm. Mm. 
which is not very many. Yeah. And so here we have a bill that, that fits the whole state for a small percentage of people who are homeschooled. So what I'm hoping parents do, though, is they continue to go to driver education. Mm -hmm. But it's going to be an economic thing because if they can do it, well, why am I going to spend 300 and something dollars right, for a session in driver ed when I can teach my own kids? And then what are the parameters? What is the state saying to me as a parent? What do I, what do I have to prove? Mm -hmm. there, I mean, how, how do you track that? So that's another, another issue that I have, I guess, with this. Again, I haven't read it, mm -hmm. but how do you track every single parent? Let's say all the parents in the school decide to teach their kids. Well, your folks, imagine your folks documenting that, right? I mean, you had driver ride with me, mm -hmm. so. What's the difference between how your mom was driving or your grandpa was driving or your uncle was driving and what you saw? I think there would be a, a, a drastic difference in how I drive. <laughs> I'm not going to uh, fib about it. I feel like there would be definitely, definitely a, a difference in how I drive. Yeah. Well, hopefully you're better, yeah. you know, because you did take driver ed. Yeah. I know, that's the crime in it. Mm. But, you know, they set themselves up for this years ago when they privatized driver ed. Now, I work for a private group, but I also worked for the school system when it was not. Mm. So, um, I know Mr. Golden did too, and he worked both Waterloo schools and Cedar Falls schools. I was in social studies, but in the summertime I worked for Cedar Falls schools mm. in teaching driver ed when it was a class. And when we decided as a state that because of money, that to take the one skill, probably the most life skill that students get and remove it from the school system, still blows my mind. Mm -hmm. I, I still think that schools should have to cough it up and, and pay for it and do it as a part of the system. I think we would have fewer problems mm -hmm. that way too because then it could be monitored uh, even more closely by either the state uh, education or DOT. That's the other problem in all this. DOT doesn't really watch it. Education doesn't really watch it because mm. it's the, you know, it's that, uh, so to speak, the, uh, the stepchild that's mm. out there. It's neither here nor there in between. You yeah, know? it's like a gray area in a sense. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly right. So. I don't know if I answered your question, but you definitely we, we get talked me, yeah. about it, and that's about it. Thank you. You betcha. This is Daniel Mitchell for the Tiger Highline, signing off.